Good morning, Cosmic Toolbox. So this is a re-recording of our weekend forecast because we had an unexpected internet outage at the house. And for those of you who know my children, it was not fun. They had been in the middle of this huge um, Minecraft game with a bunch of people all over the country, and they'd been planning on it for days. And uh, it fell apart. So um, there was just so much sadness in this house last night, but the internet is back, but half of the weekend forecast was about yesterday. So I'm hoping everybody uh, fared well, even if maybe you didn't know exactly why things were happening, how they were happening, or what kind of energies were afoot in, in the world. But here we are together and it's going to be it's going to be a, an interesting rest of the weekend, in my opinion. I feel as if that is um, interesting is the word that I like to use whenever I feel like things could be difficult, but also that they could be amazing. And it's important to remember that in all, in all areas and in all ways and in all seasons, you, it won't always be your turn, right? We take turns with everything. And with energetically, we come here with our own divine missions and we show up in our own divine missions, how we are called to based on life experiences, our, per our personal frame of reference based on desires and connections and community. And, you know, looking at the stars and looking at our personal charts gives us this ability to see what is what is supported and what is you know maybe less supported so that we can move the needle into the direction of our path um and so it's always important especially this weekend to not be checking where other people are at where are you at right um just like in these, I'm getting the vision of Michael Phelps swimming, right? And how he's not checking to see where anyone else is at. He's focused on his best time, right? He's just focused. And that like checking where other people are will slow you down. Even if it's running, if it's swimming, or if it's your divine path, try to not be checking where other people are at. Only anytime you get into this business of well, where are they at with this? Think, well, where am I at with that, right? So if you want to judge somebody or you feel like somebody's not doing what they should be doing with their life, stop, drop, and reevaluate, right? What am I doing and what should I be doing with my life? And am I doing what I said I was going to be doing five years ago, which is always where we should be marking ourselves against, right? Am I doing what I said I was going to do yesterday? Am I doing what I said I was going to do last week? Am I doing what I said I was going to do at the new moon a week ago? Um, how have I fared in the direction of my desires? And so we are about six days out from the new moon and you should start feeling, you know, that am I doing it energy, right? We're moving towards the full moon and Next week, we have our first quarter moon in Leo on the 20th and Vesta moves direct in Virgo. And then we go into the Lyrids meteor shower and then Mars moves into cancer and there's all this watery energy. And then um, we have that big full moon, super moon eclipse, um, or I'm sorry, not eclipse, uh, full moon, super moon in Scorpio on the 26th. My brain is thinking already about May because I'm building spiral boxes. Um, but 
then we also have Pluto retrograde in Capricorn on the 27th. So just after that supermoon in Scorpio, and we are in a very Mars focused month. So we are going to pay attention to what's happening in these moments. So as we move through April, the grand story arc, we are really dealing with strategy. We're dealing with action. We're dealing with all both sides of Mars, you know, Aries by day, um, Scorpio by night, strategy, forward movement, movement, headstrong, leaping, processing later, go action now, um, vitality, strength movement, right? And then also in that Scorpio energy that will be in the full moon and at the end of the month. So we had our new moon in Aries and our full moon in Scorpio, then into the deep down depths of Scorpio, where we will be in that deep watery sign. It's a fixed water sign. It's all the way there for emotion. It's all the way there to really, um, keep that intuition high. The psychic awareness is really keen. Um, all the concepts surrounding death involving life and transformation. Um, so there's all of these um, aspects in the grander story arc of this month that then plug into the grander story arc of 2021. And then as we come up on eclipse season in May, we're going to just be in a process of evaluating. We spend half the year in dark and half the year in light. And sometimes we do uh, some darkness with eclipse seasons. Um, sometimes we're um, opening up to surprise manifestations, but this specific eclipse season is going to be a little bit different in that the global, the global energies are already so split that, um, we will be collectively, (laughs) uh, I feel like this should have had a warning sign. Uh, we will be collectively experiencing things through this eclipse season, that will be bringing together community, whether it ends up being negative or overwhelmingly positive. We do not know yet. Um, We have this very real situation brewing. And if we pay attention to North node, South node of the collective um, and, you know, we really are falling in the grand collective. This is not going to dramatically improve for another year or two possibly. Right. But we have this North node in Gemini and our eclipse season uh, has been on the Gemini Sagittarius axis. And so our first eclipse coming up, this eclipse season is in Sagittarius. So I would expect to see a lot of surprise, sudden changes, rapid growth, rapid movement, rapid transformation in relation to how we show up in the world and for each other in ways that we expand because the whole world is getting it together on the level of a Gemini. And so Gemini is that wise air sign um, that really, they have a clear vision. They see both sides it kind of makes them seem like, you know, sociopaths because they see both sides and their, their opinion changes based on who they're talking to, because they like to bring the other side into it. Um, they're very inquisitive. They're very connected to learning and reading and communication and socializing and community, and they can be scattered in their ability to get things done. They may be ungrounded. Um, but, the true nature of Gemini is duality and allowing both sides to be true and be in truth and still 
um, take care of each other. And, and like the twins, right. That's, that's the symbolism there. Um, you don't have to be exactly the same to be looking out for each other. And so I would expect, um, the first eclipse in Sagittarius to be illuminating some of the ways in which we are being selfish and in the ways in which we will need to, uh, honor duality in the future and why I'm bringing that up in the middle of April <laughs> um, is because there we are never in a vacuum of a week we are never in the vacuum of three days we are always within a paragraph within a page within a chapter within a book within a trilogy within a grander story arc within the imagination of the author um within the stories the author has heard from people that they've crossed paths with that have made it distilled down and made it into their books. And so in this way, we're, we are not able to look at any one thing as if we were an island, but this specific spring season in 2021 is one in which we will be called into the greater good of the greater story arc that we are a part of. And if we're not all looking at this aspect of it, it will come up even even more intense. And so Scorpio, the full supermoon that's coming, <laughs> I say coming as if it's super ominous because it is 26th, 27th of April. We are within a heavy storyline here because we just finished the new moon in Aries. So as Mars rules the day in Aries, we saw the new moon, the new moon energy was one within. We set our intentions with the master of strategy, the master of movement. We told the master of vitality, strength, power, you know, strategy, what we wanted and what we were willing to do to get it. And now we are working our way to a super moon in Scorpio, and we will be feeling all the ways we have lied to ourselves about what we want and what we're willing to do to get it. And so if you are really focused on your new moon intentions and you're not getting distracted and you're not being pulled away and you're not getting competitive, you will probably see this full moon in Scorpio illuminating the inner world with which is that it's showing up and creating blocks. You will see what is ready to be released from a depth perspective. You will be in the depths of the waters. You will see your darkness. You will say, aha, those are the things that are holding me back and I'm ready to release them and move forward. If you are not really interested in your intentions or you're not super committed, or maybe you stated an intention that you didn't really maybe want, or you weren't really committed to, or you weren't willing to work through this full supermoon in Scorpio could have you questioning again, right? Re-examining why you're setting intentions you're not committed to, or why are you working in life towards a goal that you don't even actually want? And there's all sorts of depth watery issues that may pop up depending on where you're at. And if you're a Scorpio, this will be a familiar place for you. Um, as a Scorpio with a lot of Scorpio placements, this kind of depth Darkness, trauma, reevaluating, transformation is a home, home base for me. If you are not used to that, if you are an air sign, if you're a fire sign, you could feel absolutely smashed by that energy. So start preparing yourselves now. That's the whole point I'm talking to you about at this weekend. 
because we have a lot of energy that's supporting us here. So on the 14th, we talked about this in the weekly forecast on the 14th, Venus moved into Taurus that gave us a significant amount of stability when it comes to love, beauty, and money. So all of those fiery intentions we set, they're being grounded down, right? And then on the 19th, Mercury and the sun will both move into Taurus. So then our communications will become more grounded. Our emotions, our thought patterns will become more grounded. We will, we will feel as if we are you know, thinking a little clearer, right. And having a lot of those, um, base energies supported what we do have happening this weekend. And what I would be really, um, remiss and not talking about, and it was a main focus of the weekend forecast when I had Friday included with it because it peaked yesterday, but it's still here all weekend. It's very, it can be a very, it can be a very unsettling, um, situation. Um, especially as it pertains to your personal relationships, the sun is squaring Pluto, right? And so when the sun squares Pluto, we can see our control issues come up. We can see our ego banging up against other people's egos. There can become, um, a lot of crisis energy with, um, depending on where your sun and your Pluto are right. Um, you can find that those banging ego energies are showing up in your personal life. If you have, um, significantly activated, right. If your son is in Aries and your Pluto, you know, is, uh, <laughs> isn't Capricorn, you could feel, which would be a little bit rare, but you could feel very, very activated. If you are in Aries, you will probably see a lot of your transformative energy coming up and into your face this weekend. Um, and so you want to be aware of those elements at play because even though it peaked on Friday and it's not, you know, the main energy, the main, um, influence, it's still quite prevalent. Um, and so we want to just be paying attention to it. It can really create some very interesting awareness because you want to think of Pluto as this slow radical transformation, right? Like deep down, you're like, you're talking about the essential nature, um, within the underworld, within the darkness, within, you know, that's why they say Pluto rules Scorpio. It's all this dark, deep depth, resurrection, total detachment from ego, purifying, um, you know, the scorpion sting, how it burns up the veins, but it burns up the unwanted emotions. It's got that real intense energy. So the very strongest, um, vitality, the base energy of the universe, our sun squaring off with Pluto. It's like all of your deep, dark BS that you don't like looking at is going to have a heavy light shining on it. Um, so it could feel like so many power struggles. It could feel like every single one of your triggers are being triggered. You could feel as if you are wholly unprepared for everything. Right. And so you may have deeply rooted fears being illuminated over this weekend. You may have to, um, feel like you're in a constant battle to rebirth something, right. And to own your power. And so my main, um, wisdom to share with everybody is to continuously remind yourself that activations are good for you. 
(laughs) over and over again. Not that there's a reason for everything or the silver lining to all problems or anything like that, but there is, there is something within you that must be brought to the light. And if you can take the time to create the environment with which things will easily come to the top, what do we have to do? We have to calm our waters, right? Really rapid rushing waters don't settle, right? If we want the dust to settle and we want things that are at the bottom to be illuminated, we have to calm ourselves down, right? So just remember, stop, drop, think, stop, drop, do the toning meditation. It's in the notes and resources of the discord channel. Really bring your inner awareness to a calm place as often as possible. If you're being triggered, if you find yourself in an intense experience with psychological stuff from your past, settle, right? Wait. Just an interesting note, Tiger Woods has a sun square Pluto aspect in his birth chart. And we have seen that activated in a public sphere over the last week or two. And we want to just see this, right? Breathe, calm down, allow yourself to settle. And so that's going to be the main thing that we want to do this weekend. Now today, um, April 17th, 2021, we have a Mercury sextile Jupiter energy peaking. Um, when that happens, it's mostly a fantastic thing, (laughs) especially while we have the sun in Aries. So as we are dealing with this in transit, it, it helps with thinking and planning for the future and a broad outlook. And so the sun square Pluto, we've got the, we've got the ability to deal with it right now. We can do this. Um, it's a very lighthearted, um, positive thinking sort of energy, right? So looking towards the future is a positive thing. It is a supported thing now that we are firmly into um, April 17th. Today is the day that this energy is really strong. And so as we um, move through the weekend, feel your feels, bring stillness to 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 the space, and then think of the future, right? What next? What good can come of this? Um, how can I expand? How can I move forward? This is a good time to kind of launch forward. We also have Mercury in a sextile with Mars today. And what happens here, Mercury is sextile Mars and Jupiter today in a peak way, peak way, peak performance, right? Um, so Mercury sextile Mars is also speeding up your mind and reflexes. So in the same way that we can be super triggered by the sun square Pluto, We will also have this Mercury sextile Jupiter helping us to expand our vision and our perspective. And we also have the Mercury sextile Mars helping us act on it, right? And helping us pick a goal, make it happen over and over and over again. So this weekend, it's optimistic. You may have some struggles based on your individual path. You may find that your divinity is itching to burst forth from your heart chakra and you are very afraid. And if that is your situation, this activation this weekend could feel so intense. And um, if that's the case, reach out, tell your community, we'll all help with that, right? Because it is a hard thing when your inner divinity and your inner divine path is ready to leap, right? And maybe Mars is activating that within you. Maybe you have everything you need to succeed, but you have too much fear to allow it to really burst forth. And so that's going to be the goal of this weekend. 
Maybe you feel as if you've disconnected from your life path. This is an expansion weekend. You can really open up that crown chakra and get connected. And so really see where are you really, right? Start to do some of that first quarter moon processing. Where are you really as far as you planted seeds on the new moon? Have you watered them? Have you allowed them to have some light? Is the root structure forming? How does the soil look? What is going on? Is there any, is there any uh, proof of action below the surface? right? Is there anything that you can see happening and reevaluate what your main um, actions need to be to support the seed? And that's the work of this week coming up. And so that is the setup this weekend that we are all working on. So everybody have a fantastic Saturday and Sunday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow for the weekly forecast.